Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Coming up on NFL Fantasy Live, we're just days away now from Halloween, which means a couple of things. One, I'm going to rock this sweet orange tie. And two, our guys are going to dish on their fantasy ghost stories. Speaking of Halloween, I have a costume change for Mr. Fabiano. Fabs, I always bet on me, and I always win, my friend. Yeah, congratulations. But I'm also going to let you know if you should start or sit that Giants number 10 coming up. And it's Halloween. We're talking mid-season busts. Elliot, what's a scary movie that let you down? I'm going to go Event Horizon. I love Sam Neill, but that was terrible. You know who else has let me down? Vincent Jackson. Mm. Too bad we won't let you down. Stick around. NFL Fantasy Live starts right now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. I'm James Coe alongside Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison on the far side. We're going to hear from Molly Karam and Marcus Grant in just a moment. All right, I know you guys might not be happy about this, but Cowboys quarterback Tony Romo didn't practice Wednesday. Romo suffered a back contusion during the Monday night loss against the Washington Redskins. When will he be ready to play? Well, here's Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett. Yeah, I don't want to get any specifics of the of the scan, uh, other than, than uh, it's a it's a day by day thing with Tony. Uh, we'll see how he handles uh, the pain, and we'll see how functional he is as the week goes on to see what his availability is for this ball game. All right, what do you take away from that? You guys saw the hit that he took in that game, a hellacious hit, a knee right to a surgically repaired back. Uh, expectations there in Dallas. Well, we're sort of waiting and seeing yeah. uh, as two Cowboys fans and two fantasy owners, that's sort of what you have to do right now because if he plays, I mean, this is a good matchup against Arizona. Yeah, Arizona has been giving up a lot of yards, maybe not points, but tons of yards. You can get fantasy points that way. I'm worried about this game. He's not going to be mobile if he plays. And there's a couple fringe players, Terrence Williams, Jason Witten, that you're always making decisions on. I think that you'd have to sit them with Brandon Whedon. I don't think Brandon Whedon would stink up the joint if he plays. I'm just saying, I think Dez and DeMarco would be only your surefire starters. And it's a tough week for this, too, because you've got six teams on a bye. A lot of people needed Romo this week. Let's say it is Brandon Whedon. Uh, Does it hurt or help? a guy like DeMarco Murray, because you figure they're going to stack the box, but you also figure there's going to be a lot of handoffs. 
I don't think it hurts him at all. When Whedon was in the game uh, on Monday night, mm-hmm. DeMarco ran wild. Yeah, he, you know, he gets involved in the passing game. I think it's just going to be status quo. He might average, yes, less yards per carry, but fantasy owners don't care about that right. anyway. He's still going to get the touches to make up for it. You know what I'm saying? So if he gets five more touches but averages a half yard less a carry, who cares? He's going to have the same fantasy How about points. Des Bryant, though? Uh, You've you got to figure with Brandon Whedon in there, the vertical attack is uh, going to be pretty much nil. Uh, does his value go down? Not to me it doesn't because Des Bryant has shown over his career that he can make catches in traffic, and it's not like Brandon Whedon's a noodle arm. Uh-huh. You know, I, I get it. He didn't play great in Cleveland. Uh, who has played great in Cleveland over the last <laughs> 10 years? Brandon Whedon okay. can get the ball out there. Hey, sure. Derek Anderson had a good year in 2007. Yeah, seven. <laughs> yeah that's how we both know the one season. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jason Witten, though. Uh, you look at Jason Witten and his value. It seems like Tony Roman and he have had a great chemistry uh, you got to figure that chemistry is not going to be there with Brandon Whedon, though. Yeah, I, I agree, and I'm glad that you said look, because a lot of times I'll be there in front of my computer, Fabs, and I'll see Jason Witten, I'll look at him, and I'll see Dwayne Allen, and I'll go boom, and I'll move <laughs> Dwayne Allen right there, and then I'll go down the submit button. I'll and that's click. what you should do, and because Allen has been bingo. much better than Whitten. Bingo. He's only had one game with double-digit fantasy points, and it was the last game. And it also seems almost as if uh, Gavin Escobar is starting to steal some looks from uh, uh, Jason Winton as well. All right, we move on. In Charlotte, NFL Media's Jeff Darlington reports D'Angelo Williams will start for the Panthers on Thursday night football, a game you can watch right here on NFL Network. Williams has missed a month with an ankle injury he suffered in week four. The Panthers seem confident starting him Thursday. Are you guys confident starting him Thursday? James, you know how I feel about Carolina running backs. You, care. <laughs> you could have 15 teams on a bye, okay? I'm, I'm staying away. I'm sorry. I'm staying away. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, even though there's six teams off. D'Angelo maybe has a flex in a 12-team, a 14-team league, depending on your backfield depth. But I'd watch that situation in Tampa Bay with Doug Martin. If he can't play, I'd play Bobby Rainey over either one of the Carolina Panthers. I agree, which is why I picked him up. Also, Carolina having a lot of problems with that offensive line. Cam Newton running for his life. That, that affects the running game. Uh, can I ask you guys about Cam Newton? What are your expectations for him moving forward? He had a little bit of a dud uh, against Seattle. A little bit of a dud. Yeah, big time As dud. someone who started him, it was a lot better than a little bit of a dud. And he hasn't had one big game this year, except for that game uh, where he had 30-plus points in a five-quarter contest against Cincinnati. Yes. He's really been a disappointment this year, and his history against New Orleans is not good. Hmm, and he had a big game in that game because he shocked everybody by getting the ball 17 times ran the ball to run. Too. Let me say this, though. Carolina has the number one easiest schedule if you go by points allowed in reality, points allowed by the defense. You look at the back half of their schedule, defenses are giving up a ton of points. So something to keep in mind with Cam Newton. I wouldn't recommend totally staying away. There you go. All right, let's welcome in the rest of our team. Molly and Marcus join us now with more. James, thank you. He's Marcus Grant, and I'm Molly Karam. And you know what it is, Waiver Wire Wednesday. This is the day where you can acquire some ads, pick them up off the Waiver Wire. So let's take a look now at the most added on NFL.com this week. Take you through them. And when we uh, take a look at this list here, Brandon LaFell obviously getting the ball quite a bit more. Shoelace. Shoelace. Not just doing things at Michigan, doing things with the Jags now, too. Ronnie Hillman, clearly the number one guy there. Martavis Bryant had a tremendous game, but we need to temper expectations there because Big Ben. 
we don't know if he's going to have those kind of numbers right. again. I mean, 44 know, points he's or He's not going to throw six touchdowns every week. Just a newsflash there. Yeah, let's start with Brandon LaFell here. And as I just mentioned, he went from inconsistent production really to consistent production at this point, but a tough matchup this week against that Broncos defense. Very tough matchup this week, but it looks like maybe it just took him some time to get used to the playbook, to kind of get in the flow of things with the Patriots, but the last few weeks, he has really been a big play guy, and he's been fantasy-wise every other week kind of thing, but you know Gronk's going to get the football. It's going to go his way a lot. But LaFell has really pushed Julian Edelman down the pecking order. I think Tom Brady likes having a big body receiver he can go to, especially around the goal line. And with six teams on a bye, you might have heard that this week, with mm-hmm. six teams on a bye, you're probably hurting at wide receiver. Brandon LaFell's a good option. No question. Playing in 86% of snaps this past week. Now, Ronnie Hillman, regardless if Moneyball comes back, seems to be the guy there. RB1 value. Are you liking him the rest of the way? Absolutely. He is running hard, and he's run hard against some really good defenses. You see him there against the 49ers. He carved them up pretty well, had a good game against the Jets, played well against the Chargers. So I feel really good plugging him in, and you're right. Even when Monty Ball comes back, Even if Hillman isn't getting all the snaps, he's going to get a lot of them because he's been so good. So it's worth giving him a shot right now. No question. And we move on to the fourth-round rookie in Martavis Bryant. And he's out-targeting Marcus Wheaton at this point there with the Steelers. How do you like him moving forward? Because he seems to be the best red zone option at this point. He is. He's a deep threat for Ben Mm -hmm. Roethlisberger right now, too. He's kind of a pickup and stash. I'm not starting him every single week. But he's a guy who can make big plays for you. You see there the three touchdowns in his first two games in the last couple of weeks there. And like I said, Roethlisberger's not going to give you 522 and six touchdowns he's every not. week. It would be so great if he oh, did, though, right? Geez. But Martavis Bryant, he's a good speed guy, and something about Clemson wide receivers, they seem to be succeeding right now, whether right. it's uh, Sammy Bryant, Watkins. Sammy Watkins, I mean, all these guys, or mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins even. Uh, so maybe uh, Martavis Bryant is keeping that, that tradition going. Yeah, the Tigers are getting it done. Speaking of wide receivers, A.J. Green is due back in week nine against the Jacks. So is this going to really affect Mohamed Sanu's production? I mean, it will a little bit, because A.J. Green obviously is going to get a whole lot of targets, but Sanu has played so well, and it may help him in some respects because you can't roll extra coverage over to try and slow down Sanu. You've got to pay attention to A.J. Green, so he may be getting a little more one-on-one coverage like you see in some of this video here, and we know he's athletic. He can make plays. I wouldn't panic on Muhammad Sanu. And he could benefit from it. Absolutely. If people are going after, defenses are going after A.J. Green at the same time. All right, so let's transition now over from the most added to the most dropped. And we'll take a look now at the top ten most dropped guys. And one thing that I just want to point out quick, Falcons, Bills, Titans all on a bye. Uh, Kyrie Robinson injured with that forearm. Brian Quick done for the year. So we have some reasoning behind a lot of these. But let's get into it. And let's start with Trey Mason here. Is this just the definition of backfield by committee here with the St. Louis Rams? Zach Stacey, Benny Cunningham, what's the deal? More than ever. You even forgot Tavon Austin who's getting carries as a running back every now and then with this team. I mean, Mason looked so good a few weeks ago. He kind of burst onto the scene. We got all excited about it. And then Jeff Fisher reminded us that he doesn't like our fantasy teams. And he gave the ball to Benny Cunningham (laughs) and Zach Stacy. So at this point, I am staying away from all Rams running backs. I don't care how many teams are on a bye. You heard what Elliot said about Carolina backs. It's kind of how I'm feeling about Rams yeah, backs. Right yeah, now. it's just a crapshoot. And, yeah. and speaking of confusing backfields, at this point, it seems like Anthony Dixon's been named the starter there in the Bills' backfield. But Bryce Brown still getting a lot of carries. They're on a bye in week nine. What's his value moving forward, Bryce Brown? I like Bryce Brown. I thought he was more of a long-term play in the backfield. I thought Dixon would be the guy that first week as mm-hmm. Brown kind of got up to speed a little bit. Now, mind you, 
His shelf life is relatively short because Fred Jackson could be back yep. within the next three weeks or so. But if you're hurting at running back, look, next week there are six more teams on a bye. So we're going to be going through this thing again. So Bryce Brown may be a pickup and stash. You play him as a flex option. First it was C.J. Spiller, Fred Jackson. That confusion now Bryce Brown. Just Anthony flip a Dick. coin and yeah, let's go. It, it continues. <laughs> and Another situation here with the running back, Doug Martin, down in Tampa Bay. Had a tremendous year in 2012, hurt in 2013. We hoped he would get back to that form. Is it time to say goodbye at this point? Yeah, it's, it's time at, at this point because he has not been very good. He Even when he's on the field, when he's mm-hmm. healthy, when he's getting the football, he's been outplayed by Bobby Rainey, and the Bucks, off, Bucks offense is just very inconsistent. Doug Martin is not the guy we saw a couple of years ago, and maybe he gets back to it next year, but for this year, I've kind of given up the ghost. Marcus, I'm sensing a theme here. We have another running back situation. Kyrie Robinson hurt his forearm, didn't practice on Tuesday. He's going to miss Thursday's game. All I know in this situation is play Mark Ingram. Pretty much. That's kind of it. And Mark Ingram has made Kyrie Robinson kind of a non-factor, both for the Saints and certainly for fantasy owners. So even when Robinson gets back and he's healthy, Ingram's going to get the bulk of the carries there. Uh, and you still have Traveris Cadet, who's come in and played very well off the bench. So that makes it even tougher to slot Kyrie Robinson anywhere in your lineup. All right, good stuff. Thank you so much. How about you? You host this segment, and then you're also an analysis, an analyst. Jack of all trades, master yeah. of none. Yeah, you are. And if I could get it out, that'd be good too. <laughs> all right, be sure to set your DVRs for our nightcap edition. No, I just listened to what you said. No, you are jack of all trades. Marcus and I will be staying late to keep you up to speed on the latest injury news and updates for your roster. Tune in 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, right here on NFL Network. Listen, the more you can do, the more value, the Marcus. More you know. Right. Time to hand out some more hardware on NFL Fantasy Live. However. It's not the accolade these players really want. The award for midseason fantasy bust is on the way. And it's Wednesday, so you know what that means. The fabulous one. Michael Fabiano stops by with his stardom in sit-ums for Week 9. This is NFL Fantasy Live. You know what it is. This week, we'll be giving out some mid-season fantasy awards as voted on by you, the fans, at NFL.com slash fantasy awards. We need your help to decide who should get the hardware for MVP, draft bargain, biggest bust, and more. So be sure to vote at NFL.com slash fantasy awards. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2014 mid-season fantasy awards. Please welcome to the stage James Coe and Michael Fabiano to present the award for Spot Start of the Year. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate the support, everybody. All right, listen, every year there is one unexpected fantasy performance that comes from a very unexpected player. You just plugged into your lineup with a hope and a dream. It's hard to predict when that performance is going to happen, but if you had one of these players, chances are you won your matchup that week. And here are the nominees for midseason spot start of the year. Matt Asiata, week four. Asiata spurts up the middle inside the five. Into the end zone, touchdown! And up the middle, into the end zone, touchdown, Viking! Larry Donnell, week four. Throws into the end zone, leaping catch is made. Larry Donnell, back right pylon, that is caught for a touchdown. Guess who? Number three, Joe Flacco. Week six. Throwing deep, looking for Steve Smith Sr. He's in, touchdown! A career-high five touchdown passes for Joe Flacco. And these spot start nominees all have pretty good credentials. Uh, From week four, you see Matt Asiata, Larry Donnell, and Joe Flacco as well. All right, your winner is... 
We're going to open up this beautiful envelope. Fabiano, here we go. Joe Flacco Joe is Flacco. your midseason spot start of the year. Wow, that was a huge game. Five touchdowns in one quarter. In, he's, in not one here to, he's not here to he accept the award, He was unbelievable. Though. You know, I will accept this award on behalf of Joe Flacco. When you have five touchdowns in a half, I believe you had four in the first quarter. Well, that is some amazing production. But you know what? Wait a minute. Joe Flacco, you know, he didn't have a touchdown pass in the second half. And fewer than 15% of NFL.com users started him. And you know what? This should have gone to Matt Asiata. What have you done for me lately, Flacco? Two touchdowns in the last two games and four interceptions? I mean, you're on the waiver wire now, man. Uh, Fabs, this I is you're, a travesty. I, I thought you were accepting the award for no, Joe Flacco. this award should have gone to Matt Asiata. Uh, okay. I'm disgusted at this. Uh, let, uh, I can't believe this. I think they're going to play the music How does Matt Asiata not win this? Joe Flacco? One game. Uh, uh, they're, they're playing us out, man. Uh, uh, look, we're, we're gonna... And Mr. Fabiano. Now it's time to present the award for Bust of the Year. Please welcome to the stage fantasy editor Marcus Grant and Elliot Harrison. Hope you're having a good time tonight, everybody. It's a beautiful event. You know, every year, Marcus, something fails to meet our expectations, doesn't it? Absolutely. Whether it was Caddyshack 2 or that... Western movie with Harrison Ford where the aliens showed up. Somebody ends up being a bust, and fantasy's no different. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes you put all your eggs in one basket, and that basket has a hole in the bottom of it. And with that, we should look at the Fantasy Bust of the Year nominees. Cordero Patterson. Shinteni with a play action. It'll be an end around to Cordero Patterson right to left, and it fooled absolutely nobody. They go Cordero Patterson out of the backfield, but has not been as effective. Zach Stacy. Stacy diving over the top, denied in the middle. They'll run Stacy at guard. He's not going to get there. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen still had a chance to catch it. I'll tell you, it went through Allen's hands. I know that's hard off a deflection, and there's no pass interference there. Patrick Peterson could do whatever he wanted to Allen, but he couldn't get there. And you see the nominees here. Cordero Patterson hasn't done much since week one, but he's made up for it by not catching passes. Either Zach Stacy there from the Rams, at least they're two and five. And Keenan Allen, who made all of you drop him and then decided to go bonkers against the Denver Broncos. And with that, I think we should... We should uh, announce the bust of the year. year. Let's see. And the winner for the fantasy midseason bust of the year... Gladiator! Zach Stacy. Oh, okay. Zach Stacy. Zach Stacy. You know, Zach Stacy was the guy that... I didn't think it was going to have a huge year. He was kind of a, a champion of circumstance last year. But mm-hmm. circumstance looked like it came back. Sam Bradford got hurt again. You thought, this is prime opportunity for Zach Stacy to really get things going. Except for there was Benny Cunningham. And there was Trey Mason. And there was Austin Davis. And there were a whole litany of reasons why Zach Stacy ended up not being a factor this year. And now he goes from being the starter being on the waiver wire. Yeah, you said he was the guy. He's become the guy that's behind the guy that's now behind the other guy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He has been hashtag ungood pretty much all year. Zach Stacey, uh, 13th round pick, next year's fantasy draft. Ooh, that uh, that might be a lot of much. We'll see how it goes. I'm hearing music. I think that means we have to go, right? I think it means we're supposed to read teleprompter. Thank Uh, you uh, for watching uh, the 2014 uh, Mid-Season Fantasy Awards. Stay tuned all week as we hand out more hardware. Get home safely. 
Still to come, we'll gather around the campfire to tell some fantasy ghost stories about players who've been haunting your lineup week in and week out. And our resident and Bears fan, Adam Rank, reconnects with running back Matt Forte to talk about the state of the Bears and, more importantly, action movies. Stick around. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Make sure to join NFL Network for Thursday night football as Drew Brees and the Saints travel to Carolina to take on Cam Newton and the Panthers. NFL Total Access kickoff starts at 6 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network and takes you through to the game. Football starts here. All right, Halloween just around the corner. That's why I'm rocking this sweet orange tie. And we're going to gather around the Invisible Fantasy Campfire. Just imagine a nice little... Presented by Bose. Yeah, presented by Bose. <laughs> we're going to tell some fantasy ghost stories right now. Stories that may have haunted your lineup from this season. Marcus, let's start with you. Well, a long time ago, August I think it was, <laughs> I went out and drafted a fantasy team. And I was so excited. I had some young wide receivers. Cordero Patterson, Keenan Allen... I added a veteran presence in Michael Crabtree. I thought they were going to be lights out. Oh. It's been terrifying. Patterson, Allen, they've been disappearing acts. I've tried to live with Crabtree, but faces from the fantasy graveyard have arrived. Anquan Bolden, Stevie Johnson, Brandon Lloyd. Where have they come from? It's been terrifying. I don't really know what to do at this point. I'm relying on Keenan Allen to try and resurrect the ghost of fantasy seasons past to bounce back and be better. But Crabtree, I think this might be the end for him. It might be all over. It might be time to bury him somewhere on my bench. Oh, Maybe no. even on the waiver wire. Saying ain't so. I feel like these other fantasy ghosts in San Francisco are really starting to take over the house. That's pretty good. Terrible. That's pretty, that pretty good. Ellie, I don't know how you're going to follow that one up, pal. I'm so scared. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I started Nick Foles. I drafted him. I drafted him. And then I went to Eli Manning for emergency aid. We're all out here alone. Goose egg. Goose egg. And then there's this hiker, Joe Flacco. I thought we could get help. I thought we could get out of here. I get some cruddy Bengals defense. Nothing. Two interceptions. I don't want to start him at Reliant. Who wants to start Nick Foles at Reliant? We're, we're gone. Thanks, pal. I appreciate your efforts. Uh, Mr. Fabiano, how about for yourself? Do you have a fantasy ghost story for us? You guys want to talk about scary. Michael Crabtree, Nick Foles. I got scary for you, man. Jordan Cameron. I thought this guy was going to be a bust this year, but in one of my leagues, against my better judgment, I drafted this stiff. And you know what? He's had one play all year long. I started him when he was healthy. He stunk. I benched him. He had his best game of the year. I started him the week after. He stunk again. Jordan Cameron, you were like all of those teens who hook up on horror movies. You're dead to me, dude. <laughs> that had a very Hulk Hogan feel to that one. I don't know why. I mean, it was the dude that you dropped. I was in watching WWE Network last night. <laughs> there you go. Uh, listen, uh, you talk about Jordan Cameron. What, what advice would you give uh, fantasy owners uh, that are trying to look for a replacement for Jordan Cameron? I just told you 
He's dead to me. <laughs> okay, right. So cut him off of your roster. But who do you add? Is there anybody that is there anybody that you guys would add? Are we done with these? Yeah, sure. Just, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, we're done. Yeah, all right. You know, this week I, I'm going to tell you. You know, we all play in leagues together. Yeah. And uh, fellas, I had to drop Zach Hurts. Okay. Uh, because I needed a defense. There you go. Hey, he's out there. I, if he's out there on the waiver wire, who are you going to find better than Zach Hurts on the waiver wire right now? How about Tim Wright? Would you guys advocate an ad there? I'm good with that. I think that's a good one. I do one. like Tim Wright. He's been a bigger part of the offense. You know, I say this every so week. So up and down. Dwayne Allen is still out there. Come on. Go He's pick him up. You want a PPR sleeper for a tight end this week? Okay. Jace Amaro. Jace Amaro. Go get him. A lot of targets. Uh, a lot of targets. 18 jet, catches in his last three games. Adding a jet is scarier than anything we just said. That this is last true. Exactly. But there are six teams on the bye this week. <laughs> All right, listen, we move on. You asked on Fantasy Genius, and it's time for our experts to answer. Is it time to drop? Doug Martin? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, hey, relax. We're not taking it lightly. And get into the hard questions here on NFL Fantasy Live. And next, we're having one of our fantasy stud running backs on, Matt Forte. There it is. Uh, about to check in with our very own Adam Rank. You don't want to miss it. Hi, it's hump day. And for us around here, it means one very important thing. Fabiano stardom and sit him players for week nine. It's the hot or not list of the fantasy world. Yes, I am serious. The Chicago Bears may be in a little turmoil right now, but there isn't much stopping this guy. Running back Matt Forte is stopping by shortly to give us the latest on the chit-chat surrounding his teammates. But this week, don't count on those Bears for points as they're one of six teams on a bye. What are you going to do? We'll stick around and we'll tell you spot starts for week nine. Hey, everybody. Welcome into NFL Fantasy Live. Molly Karam, Marcus Grant, and Elliot Harrison. And for those of you who asked your questions on Fantasy Genius, our experts are about to answer. If you want your question here answered right on the show, just go to NFL.com slash genius, and uh, we'll take care of that for you. All right. It's time now for In the Moment, presented by the Lincoln Motor Company. You all know the drill by now. We're halfway through the season. It's our two-minute drill, and we rip through as many questions to try to help you out because it's all about the people. Right, friends? Absolutely. Okay, who's a better start, Andrew Hawkins versus the Buccaneers or Odell Beckham against the Colts? Andrew Hawkins. I'm going Odell Beckham. No way. I like the ODB. Against Tampa Bay, though. Andrew Hawkins is going against Tampa Bay. Way better matchup. Yeah, but I just I think yeah, it's gonna be it, I think it's gonna be a high scoring yeah. game. Look like I look like I tipped that scale. <laughs> All right, better add Lorenzo Talaferra for the Ravens or Denard Robinson shoelace for the I'm Jets. I'm going shoelace because there's really nobody behind him there. I, I forget Toby Gerhardt. There's Word there. to your lab partner. I trust Denard Robinson more. Yeah, he'll get more of the I carries. can't believe I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the biggest surprise of this week? Uh, I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey. Mm. I think against the Jets, he's going to have a huge game. Lord knows I could use it. I'm going to go Denard Robinson. I think he does it three weeks in a row. I don't think anyone's really expecting him to keep it up. I say he does. Who would you drop here, Doug Martin, who's just not getting it done, or Zach Stacy, who's in that crowded backfield? Uh, give me a Doug Martin, see you later. Yeah. I would have dropped him two weeks ago. I absolutely agree. Even when he's getting the ball, he's not, he's not doing Nothing. anything with not it. A- not getting back to that 2012 form. All right, the biggest disappointment of the week. I'm gonna go. Oh, with, go ahead. I'm gonna go with Cam Newton this week. Cam, really? On Thursday, on Thursday night football, night. you hate Thursday night I do. Football. He's been struggling it's on too. Our network. He's struggling. I, I, Line too. He's not being protected very well. I am gonna go with Jason Witten. He's shown a spark the last couple of weeks. I don't think he's gonna do it against the Arizona Cardinals this week, even though they've been very good against tight ends. I think have. everyone's they gonna have. play him, and I think it's gonna be a dud. No but touchdowns. But this just in, their defense is very good. Better start Malcolm Floyd versus the Dolphins or Cordero Patterson, who's been quite a disappointment against the Redskins. 
I'm going Malcolm Floyd. I, I've been on Malcolm Floyd for a few weeks. We're I'm Malcolm Floyd homers. Yes, so we a are. Bit. That's not a fair question. <laughs> All right, then let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Would you trade away Gio Bernard for T.Y. Hilton? No, just because running backs are so hard to come by that I'm, I'm holding on to Gio. I really hit the T in that. that was <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I, yeah. oh, I'm going to say no. I know he's a running back, but I, I've got T.Y. I do not want to give him up. I love T.Y. Hilton, too. I, I he likes All right, guys, guys enough with T.Y. Better start. Brandon LaFell versus the Broncos. He's been getting way more involved. Or Vincent Jackson against the Browns. He was in trade rumors this week. Uh, yeah, I, I'd go Brandon LaFell. You don't know where Vincent Jack. <laughs> Dude, I watched him against Minnesota. I started him. That's Ooh. the last time that's happening. Yeah, no, Brandon LaFell is now the, not, the favorite non-Gronk target in the Patriots offense. That was In the Moment, presented by the Lincoln Motor Company. Gentlemen, we got through a bunch there. Absolutely. That was impressive. Good stuff. Giving the people what they want. Yes, always. That's the goal. At 3-5, and the Chicago Bears couldn't have picked a better time for their bye week. But while the team has struggled in the win column, Chicago star running back Matt Forte is hitting his stride. Let's send it over to the field where Adam Rank is standing by with the team's electric running back. Adam. All right. Thanks, everybody. Joining me on the show right now, a man who needs no introduction, but I will give him one anyways because he is my vote for midseason MVP of fantasy football. Please say hello to Matt Forte. How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that I follow you on Twitter. And the other day I noticed you had a sweet predator drop to your buddy Kyle Long. <laughs> then a little quote, it was perfect, had the picture and everything. So the question I have to ask you, what is the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Oh, it's got to be Predator. The it's got to be? Original, yeah, original Predator. That's one of his best movies, I think, you know. It's just the ultimate meathead movie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's something that me and uh, my offensive lineman, Kyle Long, always do quotes from that movie because it's awesome. Okay, well, you know, we're looking for Running Man there. But, okay, we'll also accept... Predator. And, and, you know, it's funny because anytime you get into one of those action movies, there's always that lull in the middle where things aren't always working out for the good guys. And similarly for you guys at the midway point of the season, not quite going as expected. As you head into the bye week, what's your guys' uh, mood? Uh, Disappointed in ourselves. You know, um, obviously the the first half of the season hasn't gone uh, the way that we, you know, wanted to go. But, um, you know, through this bye week, we're going to, you know, obviously rest our bodies. But then when we come back, we got a big uh, big game up in Green Bay that we got to get ready for. So we're going to go back to work and obviously get ready for these divisional games and the rest of the second half of the season. Is there one thing specifically that stands out that's like, you know what, we really need to work on this? Or do you have any explanation for what's going on? No, I don't think it really needs an explanation. You know, there's nothing that we can really say or talk about um, that's going to, change anything you know we got to go out there and do it so uh just you know the the first half of the season was a lot of inconsistent play you know on on both sides of the ball so we got to be more consistent that way and um you know obviously win the turnover battles in the games that we're playing because in the games that we won we we won the turnover battle in the games that we lost we've lost the turnover battle so i mean that's the most compelling uh fact of the games and the outcomes and one thing that always stands out to me, it always seems like Jay Cutler's name's always mentioned, which I think is pretty unfair. What do you guys feel in the locker room when you see his name dragged through the mud? It is unfair because uh, I think the, the media kind of just picks on him just because that's how it's been you know, his entire career. So, um, you know, Jay is, is the, one, the leader of the offense, and he's been that way for a long time, and he's taken on that role. So um, it's easy for them to point the finger at him, you know, especially being the quarterback. And... Uh, 
you know, we, we stand behind him and we know that how hard he works and, you know, he's going to come back after the bye week and, and be even better, you know, in the second half of the season. So, um, you know, I'm not worried about what everybody says on the outside. And, of course, Brandon Marshall was in the news a couple of weeks ago, too. How's the relationship between him and Jay Keller? Because it seems to me they have the best chemistry of any quarterback and wide receiver in the NFL. Is that true? Yeah, they played together for a long, a long time, you know, going back to uh, Denver. And uh, their, their uh, chemistry on the field is obviously sometimes they don't even have to, you know, talk. They just make signals or if they, you know, look at each other, they have that uh, connection out there. So, um, you know, we're going to obviously get back on track after the uh, bye week and, and try to get things rolling. You've had a lot of good times, too, in the offseason heading up to the 2014 season. You're doing some work with Lenovo. Uh, we've seen the tough season. It's been playing out. It's really cool, too. You, you've been doing it with Freddie Morris, Andrew Luck. How has that series been for you? It's been fun. You know, I appreciate Lenovo, you know, signing me up another year with the tough season. Uh, it's tough season part two, and you can watch it on Lenovo.com slash NFL and uh, check out the seasons uh, that we've been on there. And it's uh, a mockumentary, we call it, because, you know, it's kind of making fun of fantasy football and how serious everybody takes it. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of fun. It was fun working with Alfred Morris and, like, other players around the league, you know, Andrew Luck and those guys. So it's pretty cool to, you know, see the acting side that you can actually get involved in that part, too. Matt, I want to thank you so much for joining us here today. Thanks for having me. All right. That is Matt Forte, my pick for fantasy midseason MVP. And with that, we'll throw it back to you. Chi-Town stand-up. Brandon Oliver had just 36 rushing yards last week, so where did he land on Fabiano's stardom and sit list this week? He reveals the list next. And if you have a player from the Bears, Lions, or Falcons, we have just this segment for you. Those teams are on their bye this week, and we've got the spot start to replace them with. Come on back. And welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, everybody. It's Wednesday, so that means the fabulous one, fabulous Michael Fabiano, is here with his weekly stardom and sit him players for week nine. Make sure to check out all of his starts and sits by going to our website, NFL.com slash start sit. All right, let's kick it off by talking about running backs. Mark Ingram had a huge game against Green Bay. Does he keep it going in week nine versus Carolina? I think he does. And remember, he's playing on NFL Network against the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers have allowed the fifth most fantasy points to running backs this year at a clip of about 22 points per game. Ingram, as you mentioned, last week had a huge game, 172 rushing yards and a touchdown. He has also scored 16-plus fantasy points in three of four games this season. So I am starting Mark Ingram. I'm also starting Brandon Oliver. Now, I know people are a little down on him because he's had two bad games in a row. But this is a good matchup. The Dolphins have allowed 11 rushing touchdowns in their last 11 home games. Hmm. They've also allowed 384 rushing yards and three rushing scores in three games at home this year. So I am starting Brandon Oliver. A player that I am sitting this week, though, is Chris Ivory. I know there's six teams on a bye, and it's hard to sit him, but this is a bad matchup. The Chiefs have not allowed a rushing touchdown all year. They've allowed an average of fewer than 14 fantasy points per game, the running backs. So this is not a good matchup for Chris Ivory. I'm expecting single digits from the Jets running back this week. And I also wonder if the Jets get behind early, how much can they run? 
Correct. Uh, with Chris Ivory. Correct. All right, uh, look at the rest of your stardom sim running backs here. Ahmad Bradshaw in there as a start against the New York football Giants. Uh, sitting, Darren McFadden. Jarek McKinnon, a sit say it ain't so, my man. He's only averaging 8.8 fantasy mm. points in his last three games, and the Redskins are good against the run. Very good. All right, wide receivers now, Fabs. You're guaranteeing 200 yards from Jeremy Macklin, right? No, you make no, the guarantees okay. for 200 <laughs> yards, and they actually come true sometimes. <laughs> but Jeremy Macklin is definitely someone that you want to start this week. He has broken into the top six among wide receivers based on fantasy points. 10-plus fantasy points in five of seven games, and he's got a great matchup, James, against the Texans. They've given up 10 touchdown catches and the sixth most fantasy points to wide receivers. So start Jeremy Macklin. In that same game, I'm also starting DeAndre Hopkins. That a baby. That's your boy, James. My Coe. boy. 203 receiving yards, almost 20 fantasy points in his last two games combined. The Eagles have allowed an average of almost 29 fantasy points per game to wide receivers. They've also given up seven touchdown catches in three road games. So start DeAndre Hopkins, a guy that I'm sitting Larry Fitzgerald. You might be thinking, wait, Fabiano, you're crazy. You just had a huge game. I'm not crazy. This is a very (laughs) bad matchup for Fitzgerald. He's averaged 55 yards and scored one touchdown in five career games against the Cowboys. Mm. And Dallas has also allowed the fourth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers this year. So Larry Fitzgerald's probably going to be active in a lot of leagues because he has to be with 16s on a bye. But temper your expectations. All right, let's take a look at the rest of your starting set of wide receivers here. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, against New Orleans and again and that's on Thursday night football right here on NFL Network. I like that plug. Absolutely. Uh, sit on Percy Harvin, Vincent Jackson. Two bold calls there I think. Vincent Jackson has done literally nothing this year and he's playing Joe Hayden. Is he a borderline drop, Vincent Jackson? I wouldn't drop him but you got to keep him on your bench right now. Alright, everyone's favorite position now, quarterback. NFC West fans are going to be happy here. No doubt about that because Colin Kaepernick is a very good start this week against the St. Louis Rams. Kaepernick has not been consistent this year, 17-plus fantasy points in only four of seven games, but last time he played the Rams was in week six. 343 yards, three touchdowns, and 29.4 fantasy points overall. The Rams have allowed an average of right around 20 fantasy points per game, so I'm starting Colin Kaepernick. I'm also starting Russell Wilson. I know he had a bad game last week under 15 fantasy points but this is against the Raiders and this is in Seattle in five career home games against the AFC James Wilson has 11 touchdown passes and just two interceptions and the Raiders in the last two week nines have given up one big performance one to Nick Foles one to Doug Martin maybe Russell Wilson is going to be the 2014 version of this. A player that I'm sitting. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. Ben Roethlisberger. No! I know he had a huge game last week, but that was last week. This is this week. It's week nine, and he struggles against the Ravens. One touchdown pass in five of his last six games against Baltimore, and he's had one touchdown pass in each of his last four games against the Ravens. That's it. The Ravens have given up seven touchdown passes this season. That is the fewest in the National Football League. So Roethlisberger was a stud last week doesn't mean he's going to be a stud this week 500 passing yards it seemed like he threw for 12 touchdowns in that game but, but that game is what in the a past, bold my call i like it man i like it when you get bold on me here all right uh, the rest of your start sits uh for at the quarterback position tony romo uh, again uh, kind of questionable going into that game he hurt his back right but if he plays on his status yes, if yes. he plays he's a must start against arizona uh let's look at the sit side eli manning cam newton 
uh, joining Ben Roethlisberger as well. You know who else I saw in there was Joe Flacco, another guy who had a huge game and then disappointed the following week. Exactly. Flacco is not a good fantasy quarterback. He had that one big half against Tampa Bay. I mean, that's it. Look at the numbers. They haven't been there. All right, there you go. If you want more exclusive start and sit videos, including what to do with tight ends, Fab's going to be delivering those via NFL Now. That and many more fantasy videos can be found only on NFL Now. Download it for free at NFL.com slash now. All right, the NFL schedule for week nine has six teams on a bye. That means your lineup is going to have some holes to fill. Luckily, we have your best spot starts on the way. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Welcome back into NFL Fantasy Live. Another fantasy week is upon us, and there are quite a few teams that are off this week with a bye. So let's show you those. To make sure you change your lineups. Yes, six. The Bears, the Bills, the Falcons, the Lions, Packers, and Titans. Man, so that, there are a lot of fantasy stars on buys. A lot of the yes. Rodgers. Yes, absolutely. Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, all on buys this week. So that's why we're here to help. That's right. And we're going to give you some spot starts that uh, you can play in, pl- in case you have some guys out. So let's talk about some of those. And we begin here with Alex Smith, Fab. If your quarterback's on a bye, he could be a good pickup, right? A good matchup against the Jets. Playing the Jets. And Kyle Orton had 26 fantasy points last week against the Jets. Uh, I'm sorry, Gino, you got benched as well, but your defense really stinks. The Jets have allowed the most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this season. And Alex Smith is on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues. I know he's not a guarantee. Alex Smith can be frustrating. But the matchup is good, so he's worth a roll of the dice. All right, let's talk about those Chiefs. We'll stay in that game. Uh, Marcus, uh, there's a lot to like about that Chiefs defense. Yeah, I mean, have we mentioned that the Jets stink? Because the Jets stink. <laughs> and that's why I'm picking the Chiefs. The Chiefs defense has actually been really good this year. They haven't allowed a rushing touchdown yet, which really bodes poorly for Chris Ivory, who's kind yes. of been the one bright spot in that offense this year. You've got Michael Vick coming in as the starter, and the big question of the week is, Is Michael Vick prepared? Did he read the playbook this week? We'll find out, but there's not a lot to like about that offense. They're in transition. They're in turmoil. And the Chiefs are playmakers. They they get sacks with the guys up front. They get pressure on the quarterback. If they force some turnovers, it could be a really nice play. I picked him up. I dropped Zach Ertz. Clicked on the Chiefs defense. Absolutely. There you go. Smart move. Elliot, would you pick up Andrew Hawkins against this Bucks yes. defense? Yes, okay. I love the matchup, Molly. And Andrew Hawkins got involved against the Raiders. But one thing about Andrew Hawkins, he's gotten a lot of targets this year. And really, that's what you look for. You want the opportunity. But if we really want to talk numbers, just look at that graphic at the bottom of the screen right there. Owned in 12. What is that? 12.8 or 12.6? 12.6. 12.6. So yeah. I, I need to get my contact prescription checked. There you go. In NFL.com leagues. Was that what? a shot at me? Yes, it was. No, it was not. <laughs> Did anybody watch TNT last night? Charles hey. Barkley's now wearing glasses, too. I, I get it. I get it. I wear glasses. I tell you, though, Brian Hoyer had a hiccup against the Jags. I think yeah. it was just a hiccup. I sure. still believe in him, and I like Andrew Hawkins because he's available. He's a target machine. You know who else is a target machine? How about Jason Morrow Fabs? I typically don't advise people to start rookie tight ends, but 22 targets and on the Jets, in his last three games. I know, and the Chiefs have been lousy against yeah. tight ends, allowing an average of right around 10 fantasy points per game to the position. And uh, listen, you're six teams off, man. You, basically, what you're doing is right. you're throwing darts here, yeah. and you're trying to make educated decisions, and the Chiefs aren't good against tight ends. Amaro's being targeted, so 
I say you start them, especially if you're in a PPR league, if your tight end is on a bye this week. We've had good rookie tight ends. We've had good rookie wide receivers this season. What is going and on? not good rookie running backs. Yeah. It's weird. Yes. It's like it's a bizarro weird. world. Yep. It is a bizarro world. And speaking of that, Martavis Bryant and Big Ben had a bizarro world-type uh, game this past week. Elliot, do you like uh, Martavis moving forward? Because he's playing the Ravens. I, I, I get it. I get it. You know, I kind of see what you're saying there. They had a nice relationship. I think Ben Roethlisberger had a symbiotic relationship with every single player that came <laughs> into the game against the Colts. That said, Martavis Bryant. uniforms. Yes, it was. I love the Bumblebees. But Bryant's a guy, <clears throat> he hasn't played that much. And so you're thinking, okay, he hasn't played much. He's not going to do much. Man, I watched every snap of this game, and I'm talking eyeball test, and if it's between him and Marcus Wheaton, I'm taking this guy. Now, I get it. The Ravens is a little bit of a tough matchup, but I saw a lot of open receivers in that Cincinnati-Baltimore game. Bear in mind, Cincinnati was playing without who, Fabs? Cincinnati was playing without who? A.J. Green. Yes. Let me answer for you. So... So, with receivers open in that kind of situation, I think that Martavis Bryant will find some openings. 13.6 fantasy points. That's and I love what he's going like, to get. He's a deep threat. He's a home run guy. Mm-hmm. Sort of like you see with Kenny Stills in New Orleans. He's yep. that guy who might only have a couple of catches, but if they're long ones and one of them ends in the end, it's a good day. Yeah. It's a good day. I'd rather go with a guy like Allen Robinson, who is getting targets. That game last week was just crazy between the Colts and the Steelers, but... The upside there with Bryant will make him a viable starter if you're in a 12-team league, mm-hmm. six teams off. So uh, I agree with Elliot there. But Allen Robinson, that's a name mm. to watch out mm-hmm. for. I like it. All right, you're recommending Mark. Jags and Jets. And we're right, it's crazy right? stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> awesome. Hey. Packers, Falcons, Lions, it's Halloween. Right. It's Halloween. It's scary. All right, Marcus, the Niners take on the Rams this week. Why Stevie Johnson? Why so serious? I mean, come on. Why wouldn't you start the Joker? He has kind of popped up out of nowhere, and it's been so hard to figure out the, the 49ers wide receivers this mm-hmm. year. You know, Crabtree has yeah. struggled. Anquan Bolden's been a nice pickup, but not a guy you're starting every week. But Stevie Johnson seems to be in that sweet spot where he gets open. Colin Kaepernick has found a rapport with this guy. It took a few weeks, but they seem to kind of be getting together, and he runs a lot of different routes. More importantly, Stevie Johnson just finds ways to get open, and it's another one where he may not have a lot of catches, but if he finds one in the painted area, you're feeling pretty good about plugging him in. You, you know, Marcus, i got to say, your ghost story about uh, Michael Crabtree was the best because you're right, they, the Niners have resurrected guys. Where does Brendan Lloyd come these from? Guys? Where does Lloyd come from? How do you figure out the Niners, period? Yes. I agree with Marcus. I do, except for Event Horizon. But Stevie Johnson, I agree. <laughs> I agree. How dare you? Event Horizon was a great movie. Oh, calm I down. loved it. All yeah. right. If you want even more spot starts for week nine, make sure to check out NFL now at NFL.com slash now. A little bit of business dun, 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 dun. I need to I need to get to right now. So it was a good week for me. Listen, I'm a number one in my NFL AM versus NFL Fantasy Live League. And I like to say I learned from all of you yes. by osmosis. So I, I credit you. And I uh, had to take down one Michael Fabiano. So he, he's um, he's going to rock my New York Giants, Eli Manning. I thought he's you give it to him. My quarterback. Put <laughs> it on, homie. Oh, it burns. It burns. You, know what's, you know what's funny oh about this, gosh. too, is that he he's the one that set up the bet. He set yeah. up the bet. He was so confident. I thought you had a Listen, Jared. I thought you had a Jared Lorenzen Giants. Can we get a New York Football Giants chat? That thing would be like a dress on him, Lorenzen. New York Football Giants. Congratulations to Molly for Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, and Marcus Grant. I'm James Coe. We're out of here for today. And we are back tomorrow breaking down the NFC South Thursday night matchup. Breeze, Newton, Graham, and Benjamin. You're going to talk them all. That's tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. We will see you then.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrict Apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.